We're back! Hello! Uh, it's another week of watching The Bachelor with your um, favorite podcast, we hope. Um, we are the Rosettes, and we are the only mother-daughter Bachelor podcast. As far as we know, I think we're pretty sure by now. Yeah, we're hoping. We're hoping because that would be embarrassing. Um, anyways, um, welcome. We are going to start off with a little bit of bachelor news. Um, and the 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 freshest thing, the freshest, the hottest tea that has been spilled, um, is Dylan. Barber of um, Hannah G and Dylan, um, who got engaged in Paradise, mm-hmm. he came out on Twitter and he was like, "All right, I am ready to cancel Bachelor, basically." Um, yeah, cancel ABC and Bachelor, and uh, just went on this little weird tirade. I don't know where it came from. I think it was just last night, right? Yeah. And he was just like, oh, what they did to Heather was terrible, and they don't care about your mental health, and people have problems afterwards, they don't try to help at all, and et cetera. Yeah, he was basically like, they they don't care about your mental health, and they don't put any resources into supporting your mental health after they've wrecked it, basically. Mm -hmm. Um, Which, I think we already knew. Yeah. But it's interesting... That he's coming out and talking about it. Yeah, he especially. I'm, I assume his contract is up now because he's one of the great benefactors of Bachelor Nation so far. I mean, he was able to stay on Hannah B's season without being the object of any mockery or controversy. Really? Yeah, he didn't get, and he didn't get that much screen time, but he did get but he to stuck, paradise. Yeah, he stuck around to like seven or eighth place, and then he went to paradise where he won the heart of Bachelor Nation, you know, ingenue and favorite, Hannah Godwin. Mm-hmm. Sorry, and, the dogs are a little loud in the yeah, background. Sorry. But as far as I know, they're still good together. Yeah. Um, so I was surprised to see, see him come out and talk about it. Um, and I'm sort of wondering what, like, brought it on. It, like, I guess maybe the Heather thing, but... Yeah, that's what he was saying. Like, they shouldn't have done... They did Heather really bad, because apparently she's going to show up, I guess, this week? Mm-hmm. And know. all those Bachelor people get to watch the episode before uh, okay. we so. do, because um, they get to release podcasts before everyone else, so they get to watch it early, usually. And so the idea is that... Um, According to Dylan, that like the Bachelor producers invited Heather to be on Matt's season, saying Matt wanted her there. Even Matt had, even though Matt had really no interest in seeing her there. So mm-hmm. we'll see what happens. Um, and you know, you naturally one feels protective about Heather because she never did anything wrong, and she, she was our little never been kissed girl. And it's just it sucks if they deliberately threw her into the you know firing range. Yeah. Um. But I'm sort of curious how Hannah G feels about all this because I'm sure yeah. she feels for Heather because th- I'm pretty sure they're friends. Yeah, the, both um, Hannahs and Heather were like super, super close, and I think there was one other one. I think there were four of them, but I can't remember who the other one was. Um, on Colton season. Yeah, and so I, I like. I'm sure she feels for her, but also, her she is so like dependent on like because of her social media influencer career Mm -hmm. she's so dependent on being in bachelor 
nation's good right. graces. So I'm wondering how this is going to affect their relationship or if it's going to affect yeah. their relationship. I hope not. I hope not because like they seem really happy together they like and they seem to pair. love each other very yeah. much. Um, well, she was an influencer before she even got on The Bachelor. She's always been like pretty successful. So hopefully she still will be. Mm-hmm. And Hannah Ann is also like Hannah G's good friend. So I don't know if that has any carryover Any pull for her, yeah. yeah. Probably not because Hannah Ann has really... She's made her own name in Bachelor Nation. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so there was that. And then um, Dale Moss uh, came out on Instagram and he did like a little video talking about crying. how hard this has yeah. been for him. Crying and he was about crying. His breakup with Claire. And it was like a five minute video on his story. It wasn't even posted to his page. So it was like geez, do I really want to watch all this? Mm-hmm. And the answer was no, I didn't. Mm-hmm. So I don't have any further further yeah, news. I don't either. I watched a little bit of it, and I read a little bit about it. It just but... didn't seem that sincere no. when I watched it, and I was like, why would I I mean, all of his, <laughs> I mean, he's got all this. these Instagram posts of him having a good time, out and about in the sun, traveling, being happy since the breakup. And it's like, dude, like, you know, you can't have it both ways. Either you're miserable and can't function, or... You're doing fine, so. Um, I don't think it's. I don't think it's fair to say that, but he has to know that what he's putting out on social media, if he if he's sincere, should be a reflection of how he's feeling. Yeah. Um. I don't know. I don't know about that necessarily. My biggest thing with him was that his story was, um, the when he was talking about his feelings, it just didn't seem sincere. He Mm -hmm. just seemed really like. It was just super fake tears and like. He introduced his whole Dale Moss brand like, you know, 36 hours after he announced that he and Claire had broken up. It just, it just seems really. Oh, I didn't see that. I don't. (laughs) A brand? Yeah. Oh, he has the Dale Moss brand. Is it like a a really original, um, name yeah i think so i didn't look that close into it but yeah looks like a yeah it's just basically here's my brand guys like and follow and you know buy a bunch of stuff (laughs) and you know just the fact that it coincided so closely with his public breakup with claire yeah that's a little lefty i didn't see that that's pretty scary and of course she came out and said oh i he said this was a mutual thing and uh it wasn't so whatever yeah. You're you know, you're you're getting to hear the sounds of our home life as we as we speak with you. Closing doors, jingling dogs. Yeah, we don't have a studio really or anything, so Yeah, we have to share this house with people who don't care about the bachelor. I don't know. <laughs> Imagine that. And the only day we can really record is Saturday because of school and work and stuff. And so that's or the day where everyone's Sunday, home. Like or today. Sunday. Yeah, today's a Sunday. So anywho, is that it with Bachelor Nation news. Um, Caitlin Bristow got in trouble. Oh yeah, 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 for her hair thing. She did a hair ad on Instagram um, after Chelsea's yeah. hair story, piggybacking off which of we'll, Chelsea's which hair which story, we'll get which we'll get to. We'll um, but it's like, ooh, yeah. <laughs> but she also came back and apologized afterwards. But yeah, dude, it's still iffy. <laughs> like read the read the read room, the room. <laughs> Caitlin. Um. But we'll get there. It seemed like this was an eventful week. What else happened? I feel like there was something else. Oh, gosh. There's always something. Maybe not. There's always something. Mm. But, um, Tasha and Zach are still happy, so, yay. <laughs> yay. Oh, um, 
I think I saw that, um, I think it's Diggy from, I think he was on Rachel's season. I liked him on Rachel's season. Um, I think it's him. Uh, I saw on Instagram he's having a baby. Oh, so. that's nice. That's nice. Yeah. Um, that's it, though. I don't think there's really anything else. I feel like there's something else, but yeah. I just don't well, know what it is. Well, if we remember what we do, if we don't, we don't. But yeah, let's get into the episode. We left off when, right before another group date. Right? Ostensibly, yes. We yeah, start... so we we start right after Sarah left, and Matt's like, oh, Sarah's yeah. gone. Oh, Sarah. Yeah, we start at Matt's house. It's turtleneck watch for Matt. He's not wearing a turtleneck <laughs> at the beginning, but oh, there'll be more. <laughs> but he will be wearing at least a few this episode. <laughs> but he says, yeah, he says how hard it is since Sarah left, you know. It's really hard to put yourself out there you know, you, you, I confided stuff in her. I've never told anybody. And then when, you know, after that, I feel like she found out I wasn't the person that she thought I was and she didn't want me anymore. And it was really a bummer. I think she, he's miscalculating that. I feel that made me feel real sad that he said that. I, I don't think it had anything to do with him that she left Mm -mm. at all. I think either she's a fame whore or she was really concerned about her family. One or the other which doesn't have anything to do with Matt. Mm-hmm. So it made me sad that he was like, oh, she doesn't like me because she didn't, because I'm not good enough. Um, back at the house, the girls are chatting about Sarah's departure. Uh, of course, Queen Victoria says, oh, the trash took itself out. Which is so rude. Well, yeah, but it's, you know, it's quintessential Victoria, though. Yeah. So Katie says, just stop. You know, she's not here. What's the point? What's the point of... T- she's gone. And Queen Victoria's out. I won't stop. I'll do whatever that I want. And Katie's like... In her ITM, she says, Victoria thrives on being mean to the other girls. And I just don't get it. Um, and uh, Victoria sort of decides now that, that Katie's, Katie's her, her next, 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 ta- next target. Victim, yeah. At first, it was that one girl. Um, then it was Sarah. But now Sarah's gone. Victoria's like, need another target. Mm-hmm. And since she's successfully gotten rid of people so far. Right. Why not keep doing it? Why not keep doing it? Right. And I don't, Katie, think, I don't think it's going to work with Katie. She will not succeed with Katie. Katie's too tough. Katie, Katie's not going to let her get away with crap like that. So, it's time for the night date, and I wrote down, where did the day date go? There was no day date. <laughs> and I had heard a rumor in Bachelor Nation that they did, in fact, have a day date, but that it was hosted by Peter and Kelly. And since <laughs> Peter and Kelly broke up, they just decided to pretend like it never happened, which worked because it was the kind of the bridge between the two episodes, so I bet a lot of people didn't even realize there wasn't a day date, mm-hmm. right? So yeah. I don't know if that's true or not. That's just the rumor I heard. Yeah. Oh, Speaking of Peter and Kelly, um, I don't know if we already talked about this, but Kelly's already gunning for Bachelorette. Yeah, no, gross. I don't. I don't want to see her either. I don't dislike Kelly. I just have no interest in seeing her as Bachelorette. And why would the producers were nasty to her on her season? Why would that be, even be a thing? Yeah, she had a really bad edit there yeah, at the end. No, no, Kelly. Sorry. You know, good luck. Which you're... I'm like, why did they give her a bad edit? I'm pretty sure she and Peter were already talking about maybe starting to see each other. Right. I don't know. That whole thing was weird. So, no, no, Kelly, no, thank you. Have a wonderful life. Give me Katie. Give me, I don't know. 
even Hannah Ann would be better, although I still think she's too young. Give me Kendall Long. Give me. I mean, there's a ton of people that prefer to see them. Yeah, play. I think it's been too long since Kendall Long was on the show, Unfortunately. Though. But Joe, I think Joe Amabile has a good chance of being The Bachelor, though. Yeah. So. Maybe. We'll see. We'll see. We'll there see were lots happens. of good people on this past season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyway, um, that's a chat for another time. So the day date, we don't know what happened there. Uh, but So we skip right to the night date. Um, Mar uh, MJ gets to visit with Matt first. She's not here to, you know, she's all about, oh, Sarah ran away. I'm not here to run away when it gets hard. I'm going to be here no matter what happens. Yeah, she's very much, relationships are hard. If you run as soon as it gets hard, then what's the point? Right. And it's like, well, you're being awful judgy. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I understand her point of view, but yeah, I, given just that one comment would not bother me at all, but with the rest of her behavior... She's she's getting a little bit mean girly, unfortunately, because I want to like MJ, but it's getting harder. Um, he talks to Mari next, says he's compartmentalizing everything, and he's doing the, the best thing, the, the best he can do. He talks to Abigail. She confesses to him she didn't think she'd make it past the first night, and he's like, oh, no, no, no. She also, I think, says, like, oh, I've missed you. Like, it's hard not hanging out with you all the time. Right. Um, but, like... I'm really happy that I'm still here. Piper. Piper, has, who mom has has come out and just fallen in love with. I just think she's stunning. I think she's one of the most beautiful women we've ever seen on Bachelor Nation. Oh, yeah. She's super pretty. I think she's just gorgeous. I, I don't feel like I know her that well. But in this particular instance, she's got a little pink Polaroid camera that she, she takes pictures of with him. It's mm -hmm. just a brief interaction. But she's, I like her so. This is when Chelsea and he have their talk about her hair. Mm -hmm. This is an important talk. She, she has a picture of herself with her mom when she's younger. And mm -hmm. she's like, this is me with my mom. This is me when I had my long hair. And um, he says, oh my gosh, you have hair. You're... And she's like, yeah. And she's like, I think you're beautiful both ways. Mm -hmm. She's like, oh, thanks. But, you know, I've been chemically treating my hair. I've been chemically straightening my hair since I was two years old. Mm -hmm. which makes which makes me hurt mm -hmm. and you know it's she says it's scary to even leave the house without my hair straight and you know all her friends were white in her school growing up there are some schools i think where um like i don't know where but like natural hairstyles like natural black hairstyles are like against dress code yeah, so there are some schools that like are have like super racist hair yeah and that's totally rules wrong. in the dress code but i think we have no reason to believe that's what happened with her no 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 we don't but it, but, but there is this um uh, in some schools and, and in society there's like negative stigmas associated disgusting and with natural like, what if you had some sort of, what if you were just a little rich white girl who had some sort of, you know, health problem that, like, you had to have, you know, chemotherapy or something, you had no hair. Would, mm -hmm. would that go against some dress codes? And is that fair? Is that, it's just gross. Just don't, don't do that. To have any hair rules at all. <laughs> well, you know, I mean, I guess you can have certain things, like, don't. I mean, you can't come to school naked. You can't, like, wear yeah. gang symbols. <laughs> you can't, like, shave your head in a gang symbol thing. You know, all that's fine. But just your natural hair, who who cares? Mm -hmm. Like, why do you care? Yeah. 
It's gross. But basically, she said that it, it took her a really long time to really feel comfortable in her own hair and in her, like, yeah. in her, all her blackness, I guess, um, is sort of what she was saying. She said when she shaved her hair, it was so liberating. Mm-hmm. It felt so good. And he was really encouraging. He was like, yeah, you know, you you look great either way. So when you came out of that limo, I was just floored. And you had that bam, bam dress on. And she says she wanted to that give him a wow moment. That was an incredible dress. Yeah. No, no, she's no, she's no joke about her fashion and her stature and her beauty. <laughs> she's really impressive. Yeah, I think she's, st- I think she's, I I think she's the prettiest person ever. She's absolutely stunning. She's yeah. So she's just so gorgeous. It's and it's, a, it's a subjective thing. There, mm-hmm. You can never decide who's the most stunning, but she's certainly right up there. And they have a really sweet moment, and they kiss. But I'm getting serious friend zone vibes from the two of them. Yeah, I, and I think it goes both ways. Yeah. I don't think it's just from him. Well, she was thrilled that she got. Well, later on, she's spoiler. She's going to get the rose, and she's mm-hmm. super thrilled and gets a little girly about it. So yeah. I think she's got a little crush on him. But I don't think there's. Yeah, I think it's mostly a friend. Something. Mm-hmm. So we'll see yeah, what I think there's like a mutual attraction, but not like an emotional right. vibe yet. At least we'll see how it goes. They seem comfortable with each other. Yeah. Um, Queen Victoria back at the other house. Um, the people that are on the date, Queen Victoria. I have my little abbreviation for her QV. Oh, my my notes. Okay. <laughs> QV summons Katie for a royal audience. <laughs> and she's like, I don't like the way you you addressed me the other this this morning when I said about taking the trash off. And Katie's like, okay, well, expressing yourself and name calling are two different things. And Victoria says, I'll express myself by name calling if I want. And she's like, Katie's like, okay, well, you can be toxic and rude if you want, whatever. And basically I wrote, it's all about what I want for Victoria. It's like, Mm -hmm. if I want to do this, I will. If I want to do that, I will. Um, And she says, and what about you with your stupid dildo? Like, that's how you express yourself. And Katie's like, I love my vibrator. I'm confident in what I want to do here. And, you know, I'm not going to apologize to you. I'm just not. Yeah, she was She was basically like, I. She, Victoria was like, if you have, if you brought, like, a dildo with you to the show, then I don't think you're actually here for Matt. Like, I don't think you actually want to want to be with Matt. And Katie's like, whatever. I, like, am confident in what I want, and yeah. I know what I want, and you're being a bitch. And Katie, basically. Katie basically says, okay, so what What are you trying to accomplish here? What is the point of this conversation? Can, can you just tell me that? And that stops Victoria for a second. Victoria's like, and then she basically just says, I just don't think you're speaking nice to me. <laughs> And Katie's like, well, if you're being a bitch, I'm going to call you out. And Queen Victoria says, I'm not a bitch. You're a bitch. <laughs> I mean, the level of um, debate here is like, there's on, no contest. They're, they're totally two, different levels. They're two, they're on the like opposite ends of like the spectrum as far as maturity goes <laughs> yeah. with handling situations. Like, if you're going to act like a bitch, I'm going to call you out. I'm not a bitch. You're a bitch. Yeah. You know? and I was like, <laughs> she was like a... You know what I like? What are you? <laughs> and it ends with Queen Victoria saying, "You know, um, 
it, you know, you'll be sorry if you keep speaking not nice to me. So it's kind of a veiled threat thing. But Katie doesn't give a crap. Katie's like, yeah, whatever. And then that at this this is the point where uh, Victoria is like, next up, I'm getting rid of Katie. Right. Exactly. Um. So she like is out for her now. Right. Back to the party, the night party. Um, it's time to give out the group date rose, the honorable mentions, which they've been doing. Both Tasha did it and Matt are doing it. It's a new thing. The honorable mentions go to MJ and Abigail, but Chelsea, I believe deservedly gets the rose and she's thrilled. She's so happy. Yeah. She's like in her little ITM. She's like, I couldn't do this in front of the other girls, but yay! I got it. I got it. <laughs> she's so cute. Yeah. Um, and then it's the cocktail party, I believe. Well, Ab- well, I wrote down, Abigail in her ITM predicts a storm is brewing. <laughs> uh, it's time for the third row ceremony, yes. Yeah. So the cocktail party beforehand. Victoria's wearing this hideous outfit once again. It's the one with the, it's oh yeah, the yeah. Fur it's the fur coat. Oh, it's hideous. But it's not like a nice evening coat. It's, it's, <laughs> it's like, it's... it wants to be what Chelsea was wearing the other day on the day date. That really cute little wintry coat. But it's just not achieving that. It's just not. And then her dress was terrible too, but I forget what her dress looked like. It was like, like a, vi- it was vi- like a lavender f- kind of It was like a full-length gown yeah, too, I'm pretty sure. And Now, to be fair, if I forget to mention it later, the dress she wears later in the episode, the sparkly black dress with one shoulder, I think that's the best look Victoria's had all season. Oh, see, I don't even remember so it. So we'll get there. But <laughs> yeah, most of the time she looks terrible as she does tonight. A uh, reminder that Serena P., Rachel, and Chelsea have roses as we step into the evening. Uh, Kylie narrates. I wrote down, that's good because this is her last hurrah. She'll be going home. <laughs> I also like her dress. Oh, yes. I wrote down, Queen Victoria looks as ridiculous. She looks ridiculous as usual. And she, oh, this is where she has her little thing. She says, I'm going first tonight. I know Anna wants to go first, but I'm going first because I'm Elsa. You're Anna. So let it go, bitch. <laughs> but also, what I think is so funny about that is at the end of Frozen, Elsa runs away and, like, <laughs> lives alone, and then Anna gets married. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't really make a whole lot of sense. It's like, so. do you get it? Whatever. <laughs> Anna gets married and becomes the queen. <laughs> Elsa doesn't even get to keep that. Yeah, Matt has a toast. I, I did note that he seems to be drinking a lot of stuff that looks like water. Um, so that's just a note. Just interesting. Mom always notices that type of stuff. Yeah. I don't think it's really important. It's not. It's just, <laughs> I, mean, it's, I find it interesting is all. Matt talks to Piper first. Uh, again, I note that she is stunning. Um, she, she notes that she has strong women in her family, just like Matt has strong women in his family, and she won't compromise or back down. And I wrote Piper for Bachelorette. Love her dress. <laughs> good dress must mean good Bachelorette. <laughs> I, don't, I don't really think she's a contender, but I would watch her. Um, Kit and Matt are next. Um, they agree the chemistry's there, but they need to go deeper and try to connect emotionally. Kit hasn't been as much of a key player as I had anticipated her being. Yeah, but she's still around, and she yeah. still makes her mark. She says funny stuff every now and then. Yeah. Matt tells her, you know, I don't know if it's evident, but I really like being around you, 
and I want you to start thinking about how we would look together as a couple. And she says, oh, we would look good. <laughs> and uh, Katie's next. They agree. She, you know, he says she's unconventional and he likes what he sees. Her dress, I don't really like this episode, but that doesn't matter because it's all about Katie. Brie wants another one-on-one -on -one when they talk and they laugh and make out a little bit. So Queen Victoria is next and um, she's like, oh. She starts fake crying, I'm pretty sure. Well, at this point, she's like, you know, I haven't had enough time with you and I just want to, you know, and then that's when Chris Harrison comes and interrupts them. She says, <laughs> oh, Matt, I need you right now. And then in her ITM afterwards, Victoria says, I don't want to feel this annoyed, but I am. <laughs> so they, so Matt, Chris Harrison takes Matt out to the red carpet thing, like at the beginning, you know, at, at the first night where the limos pull up. And the girls are all gathered around their little crow's nest window. Like, I think it's Sarah. It's got to be Sarah. Sarah's coming back. Sarah's coming back. <laughs> and it's not Sarah. It's five new girls who show up. Brittany, Michelle, Kim, Catalina, and Brian. All the other girls, you know, are, you know, watching with bated breath. Brittany is the first one to get out of the limo. And she, like says gotta make up for lost time and starts making out with him which puts me off i think that's gross sorry yeah i don't know if that was entirely that things like that i think are can be producer yeah i just didn't like it driven and of course none of the other girls did too and as she's after she makes out with him and she walks into that she's pretty and everything she walks into the house the girls somebody upstairs i don't know which one it was said Ew, why is she walking like she owns this place? <laughs> Which kicks off the OG versus the new girl war. Which is so rude and so petty. It's not... I get why It's they're not upset. the girl's fault. Right. I get why they're upset. If I was in their place, I would be frustrated and upset too. But I would hope I would be big enough not to blame it on the girls. They didn't ask to show up late none of them would have asked to show up late they all of them would have wanted to be part of the original group i would think yeah you know um and this is, they're mad but i think you know just don't blame it on the girl but don't direct it at the women right even Ma i wrote it down even maggie says oh lord have mercy it's hard enough <laughs> maggie's funny she's so cute <laughs> Uh, so Brittany strolls in, and Queen Victoria's like, oh, you're the backup. You were quarantining. I guess you're the backup. And she's like, oh, Brittany's nowhere. They're just saving the best for last. So she's not helping herself. She's deliberately... I don't blame her for saying that, because Victoria was being a bitch to of her. Of course, Victoria's terrible. But she, you're and first, she's you're... holding her ground against the, the bully. I don't think that. Okay, fair enough. But if you really want to make a good impression on... the in, in 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 the house and not alienate the other girls. You don't start off by making out with Matt and then strolling in like you own the place and say, oh, we're the best. You know, it's, I I see, I totally see where you're coming from and I agree that but do we I think Michelle handles it better. Michelle stands up to the bullies without being a complete, you know, jerk about it. Yeah, yeah. Um, I agree that Michelle probably handled it a little bit better, but I don't judge um, whatever this new girl's Brittany. name is, Brittany. She's, ugh, I don't like her. For any of I, I don't think she's that bad. I, and I don't hate her because of the rumor that's being spread around her that we'll get to. I just don't <laughs> like her. She just puts me off. 
Um, I get the making out thing, but I don't know if that was entirely her fault. There's always someone that comes in on their first night and makes out with him when they get out of the limo. There's people that kiss him, but there's not that many that just, like, totally mack on his face. Okay, well, maybe she was going to go in for a kiss, and then he made it a makeout. We don't know that. He was, no, you gotta watch it. She was all... It was okay. And she I planned, think we're know, being it, a little judgy. Okay. And when she walks in and they say, "Oh, you're walking around like you own the place," I think. Well, then, well, who are who's to, who's to distinguish that from being confident? Yeah. Maybe she's nervous no, and trying I'm not to really come off as, with you, as but, confident. And then somebody says, "Okay, well, what was your what was your you know what did you do when you got out of the limbo?" And she's limo, and she says, "Oh, I made out with him." Like, really arrogant, in my opinion. It wasn't like, oh, you know, I was kind of cute. I gave, I kissed him. You know, it was like, I made out with him. It was very challenging. Well, they, because they already, I don't blame her. Because the, uh, the second she like walked her. in, the second she walked in, they were starting to be mean to her. They were being mean to her and judging her and not wanting her there. But she didn't even and try she, to get a lot. Well, she why does, try if they're not going to try? Well, because she's the new person. She's walking well, into a situation. But respect just, is a two-way street. Of course. But you come in, you would never do something like that. You would come in, or I would come in and say, hey, I'm new here, you know. It's, it is what it is, and we're all here for the same thing, so let's move on, you know, rather than, I'm it out with him. But I don't, better I than don't, you. but she didn't say that she's better than them. She did. She said they saved the best for last. After Victoria was saying bitchy stuff to her. Yeah, but I, I don't, don't like either her. of them. I don't like I don't them. blame her for how she behaved walking in there after they were being I think she's terrible. terrible. But anyway. They were worse to her. She's no, she's not worse than how the girls that were already there were well, treating her. Victoria was definitely, she's always nasty as we know. But they've all, they've but all anyway, been nasty But anyway, let's to, not dwell to too much on that because we got a lot to go. But I don't like Brittany and it doesn't have anything to do with the rumor. Okay. Uh, Michelle. I think a lot of these women that are here are dealing with internalized misogyny and don't know how to deal Well, they're it. also in a weird pressure-filled situation and the whole thing is... Not normal, but it is what it is, you know. Um, Michelle and her pretty dress get out next. Um, she's just a normal-seeming girl from Minnesota. It's like Becca was, you know. Um, and she and Matt have a nice first exchange. He seems to like her. Ryan and Kim come out next. They both have very quick little introductions. Nothing really going on there. Catalina is Miss Puerto Rico universe and she tells him she wants to be the queen of his universe and they have a nice little exchange and she's wearing a crown yeah and she's very beautiful (laughs) they're all very beautiful but she's very sparkly beautiful kind of thing you know and Queen Victoria refers to them as quote random ass hoes and once they're all in the room Victoria summons Catalina for another royal audience (laughs) At which points, uh, and, 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 and Catalina's very gracious. She's like, oh, yes, I'll come over. And she reaches down and gives her a kiss on the cheek. And, and then Victoria straight up takes the tiara off her head. Yeah. She's like, I'm the queen. Queen Victoria, bitch. Yeah, and she just takes it for herself. And all the other, this is my favorite part of the whole episode, even though it's awful. <laughs> all the other girls are like, Victoria, 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 Victoria. <laughs> Like they're shaming, like a like if Harley went 
took a poop on the on the on the carpet. I'd be like, Carly, what's wrong with you? That's how they sounded. They're like Victoria <laughs> manners. Like they're not surprised. Yeah, but, <laughs> but they're, it's but like they're still like, oh, why? What are you doing? You know better, <laughs> don't you or not? You know, I just thought that was hilarious. They, they really treat her like she's a an, a dog that's misbehaving, Victoria. <laughs> And anyway, so the, the, all the girls are concerned, though. Even Katie says she's worried that the new girls are going to be like this new exciting candy for him. But Matt seems a little guilty feeling. He's like, I think oh, he doesn't know what to do. Because yeah. I think he likes a couple of these girls. Yeah, like, he knows, Michelle especially. Yeah, Michelle. And um, I think he thinks the... Uh, Brittany. Brittany's really hot. Yeah. And I think that um, he also thinks that um, Catalina's really pretty. Yeah. And she is. Um, and he's like, I think he is recognizing that these women are more his type than some of the people that are already there, and he feels kind of bad. Yeah, I think he feels really guilty. He comes in and says, you know, when they're all together in their little room waiting to talk to him, he comes in and says, you know, how are y'all doing? And several of them are, several of the girls, the OG girls are like, not so good. Not mm-hmm. super happy right now. Yeah. And he knows that. And, you know, he, he make, tries to make a, he doesn't have a drink, but he tries to make a toast. He's like, okay, well, let's do it the best we can. And, um, he and Queen Victoria finished their conversations. He talks to her first. And the girl, it's just a really tense, terrible situation. And Katie says, you know, to the new girls, you know, I'm sorry. We aren't trying to make you feel bad. I'm not trying to make you feel bad. But there is a certain energy in this room because we've all become really invested in this process. And it's a sh- kind of a shock. Mm-hmm. You know, so she's being her normal, reasonable self. She's being mm-hmm. honest. But she's also trying to be mature. Mm-hmm. So Katie for Bachelorette. Yeah. Um and then the rose ceremonies? Oh, well, he talks to a few of the girls. Yeah, he talks to some people. Anna tells Piper that she doesn't know Brittany, but in their small circle of partiers in Chicago, she's heard awful things about Brittany. And just that she's, ter- she's effing awful. And she effing sucks. Um, she... We see Queen Victoria talking, talking to Matt, and she's sub- fairly subdued and says she thinks that she and Matt would make a good match. Brittany, of course, interrupts. And Queen Victoria tells Matt, okay, sure, um, have, hum- have, have fun with um, her. <laughs> <laughs> and, and rather than really chatting, at least the way it's shown to us, who knows, but the way it's shown to us, Rather than really chatting with him, she again just starts making out with him. <laughs> um, that yeah, but I do think that's editing. I don't think it could very well be. Kayla um, of North Carolina, she's really upset in her ITM. I think she knows she's going home. Um, he talks to the new the, the new girls. He talks to Ryan. She has lots of siblings. Kim has a Sharpay named Bosley. Catalina says Matt's cuter in person. Michelle has the longest interaction with him, um, hopes he will be a down-to-earth person at the end of this thing, and he says he's trying to be really authentic so that at the end of the thing, you know, whoever he picks won't be surprised. The fact that he says he's trying makes me think that he's, like, aware that he's... That it's an issue. That it's an issue, yeah. (laughs) 
Michelle says she wants to change the world and she wants to find somebody to change the world with and he thinks they would breed well. And he just thinks that's the funniest thing he's ever heard. He's got a big belly laugh and thinks that's awesome. Mm-hmm. And they obviously are hitting it off better than any of the other new girls. Yeah. Um, she also just seems really sweet in general. And it's time for the rose ceremony. Lauren hopes he's going to send all five of the new girls home. <laughs> he has a quick chat with Chris Harrison ahead of time saying, oh man, this is really stressful. I don't know these new girls. I don't know what to do and blah, blah, blah. Uh, at some point, one of the girls says, there's new girls, but no new roses. And I think that's incorrect. Yeah, because not that many girls go home. Only three girls go home. So anyway, let's get to that. Um, <laughs> Mari says, "There's we started with 18 girls and now there's 23. And although, but we have to remember that three girls already have roses. Mm. Chelsea, who else? Serena P and Rachel, I think, all have roses. And so it looks like three people are going to go home. Um, so the math doesn't work out. There are more roses than there would have been had the girls not, the new girls not showing up. Mm-hmm. I racked my brain over that for a couple minutes because <laughs> it bothered me. <laughs> all right. So, um, first, the first. In order of his choosing, the girls he chooses at the rose ceremony are MJ, Piper, Bree, Maggie, Michelle. She's the first new person he chooses. Uh-huh. No big surprise. Mari, Ryan, Kit, Serena C, Abigail, Katie, Victoria, Lauren, Brittany, Jacenia, Anna, and Catalina. I think Victoria only has one or two more weeks on her. Yeah, I think one more. I think she'll go home next rose ceremony. Next row ceremony or one more row ceremony and then a two-on-one with her and Katie. Perhaps, yeah. It won't be long, though. But they haven't been doing two-on-ones as much as they normally have. And they've the been past couple weird. Seasons. Instead of putting them on a real two-on-one date, they just have them meet before the cocktail party. Yeah. They did for, I think, Peter and Tasha. So who knows? Going home, sadly, are uh, Kayla, Kylie, and Kim. Um, I also made Kayla's really pissed too. You can see her face. She's like not happy about it. And I I feel kind of bad for her. She's the only one I really kind of feel bad for. Also, I I thought Kylie was kind of a pretty girl, but we didn't get to know her very well. Kayla was getting a good amount of screen time too. Yeah. So I think, um, she's one that deserves to be the most irritated by the tournament. Cause it it seemed like they were moving forward a little bit. And I wrote, one little note I wrote was like, OMG, Anna's rose ceremony face. <laughs> she always looks like she's about to have a, like a heart attack or a stroke. Or something. Her face is always like, <laughs> like she's like, she's shaking. But she I have not noticed her face. Oh my gosh, her face. Her you know, faces well, are always ridiculous. Yeah, she's got the teeth and, you know, I mean, she's a beautiful girl. <laughs> she's a beautiful woman. And I still can't look at her and not think she's Kaylin and Hannah B's love child, but whatever. <laughs> but she's turning pretty awful. She's really getting nasty. Uh, Kate, Catalina makes a toast at the end. Um, and before the end of the night, we get an ITM from MJ saying, dude, pump your brakes, new girls. You think it's going to be easy, but it's not. It's hard. Game <laughs> on. And then Anna, in her ITM, basically pits the OG girls against the newbies. 
The next morning, Queen Victoria says she's going to show the new girl she's the queen and she hopes they will drop like flies. Serena C. reads the date card that arrives. It's for Mari, Bree, Abigail, Brittany, Ryan, Catalina, Maggie, Anna, and Victoria. Let's fall in love. And they go on an autumn-themed scavenger hunt. Yes, co-hosted by Ben Higgins. Um, a fall in love fest. <laughs> um, so they get there, and they have to get in a pumpkin and row from a pumpkin, like, yeah. across a lake. And the pumpkins, they say weigh a 1,000 pounds. I don't know how a 1,000-pound pumpkin, like... Can float? Yeah. <laughs> I just don't think, like, buoyancy and physics and crap. It's not my thing. Um, <laughs> so they have to do that, and then, um... Then they have to put on squirrel outfits and find an acorn with their name on them, and then... And one of the girls... The one of the girls found, um... Uh, yeah. Brittany's... Yeah, Anna found Brittany's acorn and hid it. <laughs> and she was really proud of herself. She was like, yeah, I, did. I found I found Brittany's, and I hid it from her. <laughs> Like, dude, you're on national television being a total bitch to this woman you hardly know. But. Yeah, but not even in, like, a, a cool bitchy way. Like, it was, like, a like a 12-year-old a thing sneak, to do. Yeah, like, exactly. I hit, in like middle school. I hit her nut. <laughs> I hit her acorn. But uh, before that, sadly, they're all rowing across the lake, and Queen Victoria gets there first. She's apparently a good rower, and she gets there first. So, so go, Victoria. But poor Maggie gets, she doesn't know how to roll. And she I, felt, I felt solidarity with her because I feel like that would totally be me. <laughs> she's out there in the lake. She's like, it's not working. <laughs> it, this is not fun. And then, um, yeah, and then there's a couple other parts of it. and Everybody um, else gets across and who, who they put wins, on their squirrel though? costume. Mari wins. Mari wins. Mari wins. And their their squirrel costumes are pretty cute, if a little weirdly demeaning. Um, <laughs> and when Mari wins, they cut back to show Victoria on all fours in the in the leaves still looking for her acorn, which is sort of satisfying <laughs> in sort of a mean way. But yeah, Mari gets the trophy and she gets like a nut trophy. Um, Queen Victoria is very glad that one of the OGs won. So she's actually pretty gracious about Mari's win. So mm -hmm. that's her food for thought there. Yeah, gracious-ish. Ish. Like, it's still, like, setting well, up an us versus them. And it, Well, answer me this, though. Thing. Ben says at the beginning that whoever wins is going to get some special treat or time with Matt or something. And Mari never seems to... Did, am I missing something? Mari? I don't remember Ben saying that. Yeah, they say whoever wins is going to get some special time with Matt. I also don't remember Mari getting that. No, I didn't think so either. So they didn't show. What I think is happening with Mari is I think um, Matt and Mari are getting along, but all the footage they're getting of them together is really boring, so they just cut it. <laughs> That's probably very likely. <laughs> I think they're just having normal conversations, and they're like, this isn't good for TV. <laughs> Where are the tears? So I wrote down, it ends with poor Maggie stuck in the lake yelling, this is not fun. <laughs> <laughs> so the night date is at the Nima Colon Lodge. Uh, he's back in a turtleneck. Um, he's happy no one <laughs> fell out of their pumpkins and everybody else agrees. So he talks to Anna first. Um, she talks about how she's awkward. Apparently she also grew up in Minnesota. and she, But she's very athletic. And he says, oh yeah, I noticed that. The way you kayaked in that pumpkin. 
Um, Brittany interrupts, big surprise, Anna and Matt's conversation. And Anna's like, nope, I need five more minutes. But then Brittany sort of hovers on the side and Anna's in her ITM says, I can't concentrate after that because I'm just thinking about when she's going to interrupt again, which makes sense. Yeah. Um, but anyway. Um, um, and then at this point, after... Anna leaves for so what's her face can talk to him um this is I think when she starts the rumor about her right pretty much yeah when Matt and Brittany talk she you know makes out with him again she's all over him the we see Victoria and Anna kind of hanging out together oh this is where Victoria has her outfit on that I actually like the black sparkly thing with the one shoulder I mean I don't love it but it's the best one she's had um, they discuss how slutty Brittany is, um, and to be, you know, just to be upfront, this is before Victoria hears the rumor that Brittany is an escort. She thinks Brittany is slutty because of the Matt, you know, kissing on Matt when she first got out of the car. But that's such a, te- slut is such a terrible word. I know, I agree. I'm just telling you that. I don't think, yeah. I'm just mentioning that she feels that way before what Anna says. Yeah, which, so, which speaks more to, to... Victoria. Victoria as a person than anything else. Exactly. So Anna tells people tell me in Chicago, uh, you know, she, I get I got messages. Yeah, she's like people say, <laughs> which I think the people that are saying her. are producers or fake Instagram accounts that producers well, made. I mean, I guess it's a pretty small circle of people that enter. You know that she's Anna's a bottle girl in Chicago, so there it's a very small circle of beautiful women who are making a lot of money based on their beauty um which is their prerogative mm-hmm. but because she's in this small circle of people people were telling her that Brittany was terrible and that she had transactional relationships with wealthy men victoria is delighted to hear this she's like oh which speaks a lot about Victoria, mm-hmm. I think. And Anna and Victoria seem to be forging this really evil friendship. Yeah. Um, and I read an article in one of the Facebook groups about a guy who says, about Brittany. He says, no, she was not an escort. However, she talked me into spending about $15,000 to take her on a trip to Dubai where she said we were going to hook up. And once she got there, she just left me in the hotel room and went and played with her friends. (laughs) So, okay. (laughs) So that leads me to not like either of those people, that gentleman or Brittany. (laughs) I mean, she saw an opportunity where... (laughs) <laughs> to bilk a, a rich guy who yeah. obviously is not that great of a guy anyway. Yeah. He's wanting to spend money to get in her pants. So he's gross. Yeah. But she's gross and she's too. she's using his grossness against him. Yeah, but that's both, they're both gross. I'm sorry. Oh, that makes me like her a little bit more. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Like, and that's pretty of, funny. A lot of the people <laughs> on the Facebook case post agreed with you. But to me, I don't know, maybe I'm just older and stodgier. I was like... I can't imagine I think myself. That's kind of badass. <laughs> I can't imagine myself any time in my life wanting to do that to anybody. It's gross. I would feel like 
what if that guy hurts me or what if that guy over, you know I wouldn't put myself okay in but that that's position. not that's nothing about that says more about how we feel um about men guys men and how they're allowed to treat women in, in society in general right. I don't think that speaks I to just, whether taking advantage of them being gross is bad or not I think he's gross I think she's gross. That's just my opinion. We'll see how it plays out. <laughs> that makes me like her so much more. <laughs> I think that's hilarious. Well, uh, we'll see. I think that's, I think that's ge- a generational thing. I just think that's <laughs> what it is. So. I think my generation um, hates people that can just throw $15,000 at something and not even think about it. Um and hates people that are like you know low key a little bit sexist. And so when people take advantage of both those things, I mean, it's <laughs> cheat the system. <laughs> I hear you. I just think they're both gross. <laughs> anyway, carrying on. So they start um, this. Anna starts this rumor that she's an escort. Yes. Um, and it starts spreading, and um, everyone starts talking about it. Um, um, yeah. I don't know what happens after that, though. Well, back- Which, I, I think, who cares if she is, even though it turns out she's not. Like, who cares? Right. The Doesn't thing, matter. Well, for me, the bottom line is, I hate these mean girls. I don't... I'm sick of seeing mean girls on The Bachelor. I think these girls are a tiny step above Peter's girls, but not much. I mean, I he has really quality girls. Four or five of them are awesome. Mm-hmm. And four or five of them suck. And, you know, I get it. And anyways, that's just my opinion. Mm-hmm. I don't like the mean girls. Um, the next morning, it's time for Michelle's. Michelle gets the one-on-one. Uh, when she gets the date card, she says, you know, I really need to catch up. And I do deserve to be here. And I'm here for the right reasons. And I'm sorry if you're upset that I got the date card, but I did. Yeah. And I know that they had to pick um, one of the new girls for the right. one-on-one date. So I'm happy they picked the nice one. Yeah. I think they're all nice. I don't like Brittany, but I think the other... And Catalina doesn't do much for me, but she's fine. Mm -hmm. But I think the other ones seem nice. Um, You know, MJ says she hopes that um, Michelle doesn't come back. So... Um, oh, and then that was, so they got the date card back at the house and then we go back to the, um, night date and the honorable mentions for Matt this time are Brittany and Anna, but Brie gets the rose. Which is nice. I like Brie. Yeah. And I'm like, but why not Mari? And what what was that special time he was supposed to go with Mari? But anyway, um, it's, you know, more gossip about Brittany, blah, blah, blah. Um, after the rose, yeah, after he gives out the rose, he leaves. And that's when Anna kind of confronts Brittany and says, look, I don't know you, but I had all these people sending nasty messages about you to me. And they're saying you're an escort. I don't know you. And I know that's a terrible thing to say. So I'm sorry, but would you like to say something in defense of yourself? And she's like, dude, no, I've had a boyfriend since I was 16. Why are you, you know... And that made me think, well, why, if you've had a boyfriend since you're 16, what, 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 what happened there? Why are you here now? Why have you been hanging I, out? She didn't say I've had a, a boy. She said I've had boyfriends. boyfriends ever since she was, ever since she was 16. Anyway. So that's 
that's her being like she's a serial monogamist i'm pretty sure is what she was saying yeah it could be interpreted either way but i agree with you uh ryan the new girl defends her in an itm saying moving you know that's not fair moving forward britney is gonna have to defend that rumor and it's disgusting and wrong which i agree with Mm -hmm. um anyways the next morning um Kit, you know, catches up all the other girls. The Chicago night life is a circle is small and there's this rumor out there. And the girls she's talking to are like, okay, well, we'll reserve judgment, but okay, I, I hear that. Um, they do have, Katie and Brittany have a talk where Katie says, where Brittany says, there's a rumor about me. And Katie's like, that's not right. That's wrong. Um, which will come up again later. Uh-huh. Um, then it's time for Michelle and Matt's date. It's a cute, it's very cute. They do a hot air balloon. They do like this, um, what do they call it? Extreme scavenger hunt. Um, they note that they're both athletes. They both work with kids. I think they have a lot in common. Their first clue for their scavenger hunt is to take a leap of faith. So they go on a zip line. Oh yeah. I forgot about the beginning of the date. Yeah. And Michelle finishes first, even though Matt was ahead in the zip line. And afterwards, he's like, yep, I mean, she won. I, you know, I don't know how it happened, but she won. And she's got his, her arm around him, and she pats him on the chest and says, you know, good for you to learn early on. you got to get used to this. <laughs> um, then they find these balloons. There's all these balloons with these oversized, like, pins, like, safety pins and they pop the balloons and there's little questions in each one so they can learn about themselves and mm-hmm. one's like do you have a hidden talent and michelle can do this weird thing with her arms where she puts her head through her arms when they're all twisted up which was impressive in a weird way um one of the balloons says how many children do you want and they decide they're gonna say how many children they want on the count of three one two three and they both say three at the same time which is cute. It's so cute. And she's and Michelle's like, okay, wrap it up. Let's go home. This is over. <laughs> and it really does feel like that. Yeah. You know? And he's like, gosh, I, I feel like I've known her my whole t- in my whole life. And first dates are weird, but this isn't weird at all. This is so easy. And she talks about how they're in sync and not missing a beat. And the rest of the girls are on the balcony with their binoculars when they see the hot air balloon go up. Mm-hmm. And they're cute. There's Mari, Serena <laughs> P., um, Katie and Piper are the ones that are watching and they're not jealous or nasty. They're like, Serena P's like, Oh, imagine having your first kiss in a hot air balloon. And the rest is like, stop, stop. But they're all smiling. And she's like, she's like, I know, I know. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And then she goes, but like, can you imagine? (laughs) Exactly. And they do, they make out in the hot air balloon. They have just an amazing date and it's like awesome. Yeah. And then their nighttime part of their date is in a car museum. Yeah, right? it's like this weird, it's like this 50s themed car museum. Mm-hmm. And they agree that they just really like each other and they have so much in common. And they, you know, he, he admires that she's a teacher. She's going to shape a generation. And they talk briefly about the Black Lives Matter movement mm-hmm. um, about and about how it was really... Um, Difficult on a lot of her students. Right. Because she's from Minnesota and the George Floyd thing was really close to home. mm -hmm. And she thought it would be a hard thing to talk with the kids and the parents about. The kids really wanted to talk about the racial Mm -hmm. injustice, the parents. And and so it's Mm -hmm. been a really tough year for her. And again, he's really admires her. 
And so, you know, you'll shape a generation. And she says that yeah, you are too with your food tours. You know, you're doing really good work too. Mm-hmm. So it's like this little mutual admiration society. Mm-hmm. And it's cute. And then they make out in a vintage car. Well, yes. But she um, she does take a moment to say people won't remember what you say, but they do remember how you make them feel. And Matt says, oh, that's Maya Angelou. Mm-hmm. She's like, it is a quote from Maya Angelou. I'm impressed. Mm-hmm. She didn't think he was... Brady, you know, <laughs> which I thought was interesting because you and I yeah. have been talking about Maya Angelou ever since the inauguration, and mm-hmm. it's weird, just weird timing-wise, yeah. that it came up on The Bachelor of all places. <laughs> it's weird. So they have a successful, <laughs> wonderful day, and then she gets the rose. Um, then, what's, is there another group date? Yes, the other group date is the boxing date. Oh, yeah, they fight. There's... I hate those dates. Um, but none of the new girls end up on this date. Right. And they say, good thing none of the, good, right. the new girls because are on this date. Because they probably would have been murdered. They, they would have cold blood. destroyed them. Vicious. Um, they're all fighting. Oh, one thing I wanted to say before we move on. I put stars next to it. At the end of the date with Michelle, Matt sees, quote, I've seen all I need to see here. So... I, he he really likes her. Yeah, she's a total front runner. Anyways, yeah, so they have the boxing date. We're getting along, so we won't been, won't we won't take too much time. They introduce a woman named Mia St. John, who apparently is a kick-ass boxer, and she kind of trains them, gives them some tips, and she says, you know, are you ready to fight for this uh, man? Oh, wait, before before they all meet him for the date, there's this part where they show Matt working out. In the oh, with morning, the log? And then the new shows him lifting a tree <laughs> and then dropping it well and when they get the date card it's like are you ready That's to fight so for your funny. man and all the women at the date card are you ready to fight for your man thing go oh gosh no oh no we don't want to do this. <laughs> so this mia st john says okay are you ready to fight for this man and kit in her ultimate wisdom says We've been fighting. (laughs) (laughs) So they practice, and then they go into the ring, and all the other women come to watch them. Mm -hmm. And it's just brutal. Like, Chris Harrison, instead of saying, are you ready to rumble? He says, let the journey begin. (laughs) And Wells Adams is there co-hosting. He doesn't have any really great one-liners. He doesn't do anything. And usually he's hilarious to watch. It's always nice to see him, but he really doesn't do anything. I I forgot he was there. Um, Um. And uh, they cut the fights short because it got so bad. So only like two or three pairs of people Well, no, they all go. It's five bouts, ten women. The first is Jasenny against Katie. Katie wins. It's vicious. The other girls and Matt are horrified. Um, Serena C versus Kit. Serena C wins. Rachel versus Piper. Piper wins, I think. Then the last one is Serena P versus Lauren. And Serena P is a tiny little person. We've noted many times. She gets the crap hit out of her. Her She gets hit in the nose. And she's really hurt. And that's when they call it. And yeah. that's like, throw in the towel, throw in the towel. But as a result, they did get like, um, she did get a little extra time with yeah. him. But, you know, and I hate these fight days. And she was a really good sport. You know, she's like... You know, he's like, are you okay? She's like, no, it really hurts. But, you know, I get it. You know, that's what I signed up for. It's all good. But mm-hmm. it hurts. I'm yeah. not going to lie. Um, so then they have their night date. Um, they, Matt says he wants to get, you know, dig deeper and get to know you better. He talks to Rachel. Um, you know, he's telling these people that he really likes, what do you need from me so that, 
you know, you know, I want you to stick around. And Rachel's like, oh, and I think this is a, a result. I think this is a result of Sarah leaving. Yeah. I think he's getting really paranoid. Yeah, I think that's a really good observation. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And she's like, he likes Rachel. He's like, what, what do, I, what do I need to do to keep you here? And she's like, give me a rose. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, same Piper gets a little reassurance from him. Anna and uh, Queen Victoria back at the house. This is where they're laying on the little daybed thing Mm -hmm. and they say really nasty things really nasty things queen victoria says that catalina is the dumbest hoe she's ever met and um and they just say nasty things Uh, back on the date um you know the girls mj and some of the other girls are comparing the they say that the og girls are the varsity team and katie says you know what we're all entitled to our feelings, but it's really, you know, it's really got to be hard on the new girls. You know, at the end of the day, we all have to live together and we, we really need, we need to try to be more welcoming. Uh-huh. And is like, yeah, I see what you're saying, but I just love us. And then Katie goes out to talk to Matt and the other uh-huh. girls in the house are they can, still they like. They are being really petty and like saying these rude things. About the new girls. And all of them. I mean, I love Chelsea, but even Chelsea, after Katie said that, like. She was like, meh. Laughed at her, like, who cares? <laughs> yeah, they were all kind of in, you know, the ringleaders. Was MJ? Yeah, I don't remember who was on that date now. But yeah, even the ones that you don't expect to be the nasty girls were all skewing toward nasty. And it made me sad. Yeah, it was really, and they just continued to say these terrible things. And um, so Katie goes out to, to Matt and says, look, you know. We need to address the bullying that's going on in the house. This is not right. And it's going to it's gonna affect these girls more if it comes from you. You know, I'm doing my best to stand up for the new girls. I'm doing my best. But it's just, there's not much more I can do. I need you to step up tomorrow and say, stop the bullying. Will you do that? And he's like, oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. So Katie for Bachelorette, again. Yeah. Oh, my God. Well, and what's interesting is when she comes out to talk to Matt, he's talking to a bunch of producers. He's a lo- yeah, he's not with another girl. Yeah, he's, um, he's like, with a, a bunch of the behind-the-scenes people, mm-hmm. which I think proves, like, it shows that it, it, it was a spontaneous right. thing. Approach. It was, yeah. Right. And they hug it, you know, they have a hug at the end. There's no, there's no sparks between Katie and, and Matt, and there never will be. But they hug it out. And I hope she gets a group date. I would like, I mean, a one-on-one date. I would like uh-huh. to see Matt and Katie on a one-on-one date. Even if he sends her home afterwards, I would like to make sure that that is not left unexplored. Because mm-hmm. they're both, they're both And I think people. she'll get a one-on-one because I think at this point they're hoping she's bachelorette right. material. And I think they'll, for n- maybe no other reason, just to see if she'd be a good bachelorette via a one-on-one date. Exactly. So, preview comes. That's how it ends. They hook it out after she says, you need to talk to these women. In the preview, Matt says, the voiceover says, you can't bully your way into my heart. He's going to tell that to the girls. And he says, you know, if you have to belittle somebody else in order to shine, then you're not, that's not a quality I'm looking for in my wife. Um, And then the after scene is Maggie and... (laughs) Matt chatting, and Maggie thinks that life without dancing is boring. Can you dance? And he's like, oh, yeah, are we going to dance together right now? And she's like, no, 
I want you to dance by yourself. <laughs> it was so weird. And so he does this little TikTok-y weird dance thing. And there's no music. <laughs> and there's no music. So he's just vibing. And she's, like, getting into it. Well, she's, like, nodding her head. Partly, like, but, like, her eyes are saying, like, okay, this is weird, but at least he's doing what I asked, so why not? <laughs> And that was it. That was yeah. Episode. I don't think she's going to be around too much longer, no. unfortunately. She's a but I though. do really like her. I, I don't feel like I know her very well, but I feel she's like... She's stunning. I, and I feel like I need, I need to protect so her. Fun. Oh, she just seems like, so sweet. Yeah. She's just so nice. Exactly. <laughs> um, but yeah, thank you for listening. Um, please rate, review, and subscribe if you enjoyed this episode. Um, and you can share us with your mothers or your daughters or just your bachelor loving folks. Yeah. Um, if you want, you can follow us on Instagram at Rosette's Podcast or you can email us at Rosette's Podcast at gmail.com. Love to hear from you. And let us know what type of content you want to hear or if you just want to say hi, you can do that too. Um, yeah, I think that's that's covers everything. Let us know how you feel about the whole Britney thing. Yeah, I think this... Uh, Mom and I have been talking a lot about this in particular, as well as, um, like, the topic of, like... Sex workers. Sex workers and... And, and their rights and the way... How we should feel about... how we should how we should address the negative stigmas associated with sex work um and we've been having lots of discussions so what are your opinions be interesting to see um i I think i still don't like britney we and i think a lot of what we've discussed there is a, a big generational difference in what our opinions are um i think in the different eras we've grown up in and society has always treated sex workers poorly but there's more of a discussion well, on when ending was, that poor yeah and treatment i listen now. to you and i'm trying to understand i'm trying to you know be as open-minded as possible but when i was your age there was no such term as sex workers we didn't call them that mm-hmm. no i know that so it's you know it's an adjustment and yeah i do agree that if you're legitimately working and you have a legitimate career that you should have the benefits and the um, salary commensurate to your skills, I guess. Um, but yeah, it's a weird, it's, it's a weird topic for me and I get a little bit weird about it. So Mm -hmm. just to be perfectly honest. So interesting stuff. We want to hear you. But I still don't like Brittany. (laughs) I like Brittany so much more now that I know that she (laughs) took advantage of a man. (laughs) I'm glad I shared that story with you then, honey. All right. Thank you guys so much for listening. Later, guys. Have a good week. Bye.